everybody, it's Alexander Dahl with Manifest Vitality once again. Uh, so today I have another interview and we'll go ahead and get straight into that. Alright, here you go. Alright, so I'm currently on the phone with Philip. He's another musician that has reached out to me about the current interview series going on. So I'm going to go ahead and give him a chance to introduce himself. Hello, uh, my name is Philip Simondet. I'm in the band The Tire Fires. And I'm also the uh, host and producer of an improv show called The Local Music Scene, uh, which takes performances of by local musicians and uses them as inspiration for improvised comedic scenes. Awesome. That's pretty cool. Uh, so where I like to start is kind of at the beginning. So like when you were a kid, uh, what kind of struck you about music as something that you knew you wanted it to be a part of your life for the rest of your life? Uh, I'm just the kind of person that just always needs there to be music playing either either in the background or uh you know headphones on and and blocking everything else out um it's just it's just always been a huge part of 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 everything that i that i enjoy doing how did you first get into music did you start playing an instrument or did you like you know hear your parents playing it uh we we all had to take piano lessons. Uh, I think I started those when I was maybe four or five ish. And then I, I took piano lessons for a few years. Uh, I quit basically because my older brother quit and, and we were really bad at finding time to practice and everything. <laughs> uh, so it's a great, uh, regret I have that I, that I quit piano lessons so early. Then I, uh, when I was in college, my roommate showed me some guitar, some basic guitar chords, and that's when I when I picked that up again. Okay, and then from there, uh, did you kind of look at uh, putting like a band together, or did you pursue like a different avenue of music just so you know you could keep it in your life but still like participate in it? Solo for a very long time, like I had been writing poetry in in high school, then. When my roommate in college taught me guitar, I just started writing songs instead of instead of poetry, really. And then mostly just just me and the guitar for a very long time until uh, my friend Will Roberts uh, was like, hey, I really like your things and I would like to play bass on them. Uh, and so then he uh, he became the the bass player for the Tire Fires, which is it's just the two of us. We had a drummer briefly, but that didn't work out. Uh, I I kind of always was interested in in having someone who could make it more musically interesting because a lot of what I write is is lyric focused, and so and the guitar is really just a means of making it interesting enough musically for people to listen to essentially poems. Mm -hmm. um, and so I was really lucky to find Bill and that he's this amazing bass player who could, who I could just be like, Oh, well, I'm just going to play these two or three chords here. And why don't you do a bass solo or something, <laughs> uh, which he's really great at doing. Sure. So how long have you guys been working on music together then? We have been playing together, I think three years now. Yeah, I think three or four years okay and then uh do you guys uh record and produce your own music or do you have to go to a studio to do that we have our first album coming out 
uh, in a week and a half, actually. And we had, oh, it was an, it was an epically long trying process to try to make this album. Mm-hmm. I, I started working on it like nine years ago when it was just me. And a friend came over and was helping me record just at my house. Then after some time was when Will said he was interested. So we kind of scrapped everything we had and said, oh, we're going to redo this all and, and add bass. And at that time, we had the the drummer was the person recording it. Mm-hmm. So then we went through the whole recording process over. We're like 90% done. And, and then the drummer ghosted on us. Oh, no. And he was the he was the guy with all the uh, all the re- recording tracks. So mm-hmm. just everything vanished once again. Then uh, we hooked up with uh, the Old Smugglers is a local band who we became friends with, um, and they they offered to to record it in in their studio, and so. We ended up recording it with the old smugglers um, under their Last Bullets Records label. Okay. And then, so you said that comes out in about a week and a half here, so end of October-ish? Yeah, October 24th. Awesome. So through all of that, uh, you know, unfortunate times that you've endured trying to record the album, uh, when did you decide to start doing, like, the improv show? Uh, I've been doing the improv show... um, maybe maybe six six or maybe even seven years at this point um at the time i had been doing improv for a couple of years and i was i was i used to host the open mic at the chatterbox pub in minneapolis Mm -hmm. and i was just looking for for a show that would combine my passions and so i came up with the idea of, of the local music scene um because i I knew all these great local musicians who would come through at the open mic and I'm like, Oh, more people should hear these songs. And then I had, I had a, a, a group of improvisers that I knew could, could make something interesting out of, out of the lyrics. Um, so what are kind of your ambitions uh, once your album does come out and things kind of get back to normal? Do you guys want to like start playing shows? Are you going to try to audition members to like kind of fill out your set? Or do you just want to go out there and do a uh, duo? Uh, I'm happy sticking as a duo. Um, we're, we're not definitely not actively looking to fill out the sound. I think if we if we did add anyone, it would have to be just kind of really organic the way that that will came into it mm-hmm. of of just hey i really like what you're doing and i could add something so let's try that for a while gee i was so i was so enthusiastic to be just play out as much as we could mm-hmm. and that and then and that's then, yeah yeah everything got shut down it's it's been hard for sure so um along with getting out there and playing shows you know um Hopefully it wouldn't take as long to record a next album. Do you guys already have kind of like a strategy about how you're going to approach further writing? Yeah, we, this first album is mostly written by me because I had pretty much an entire album written, you know, several years ago when I started recording. The process took so long that eventually two songs that, that Will wrote along the way ended up on this album. 
Um, moving forward, our, our writing process still at this point is uh, one of us will write it and then bring it and then the other, you know, embellishes and adds to it however they can. Mm -hmm. But it's still two people writing songs and then coming together to do them. Sure, sure. There's one song currently that we're that we're in the process of actually co-writing, and I, I'm excited to to do more of that down the line. Cool. And so, what kind of style would you say kind of most closely resembles like what you're trying to do? Well, we're very lyric forward. It's all about um, it's all about the lyrics for sure. Um, I play acoustic guitar and he plays mostly a stand-up double bass. Um, sometimes he'll, he'll switch to like an electric bass. Um, and so that kind of has a folkish, folkish feel to it, kind of a punk folk, uh, anti-folk, sure. um, and, and, and a rock feel as well. Mm -hmm. So when you uh, were first kind of identifying with music and everything, what did you, what kind of made you decide uh, what kind of music you wanted to make? Like what were the influences that pushed you into that uh, vein of music? I mean, growing up, it was what I would mostly hear on the radio and what my parents would listen to were, you know, uh, Beach Boys and, and Beatles and classic rock and then more in like adult alternative kind of things over time and like i like i like it to be a little catchy but but pop is all tends to be too overproduced for me mm -hmm. um i definitely like a more minimal stripped down approach when it comes to to music and then you know i, I started discovering Things like uh, Bright Eyes, The Mountain Goats, um, things that are just really, really lyric focused. Uh, and that always, that always drew me in the, the cleverness and the wit and the power in, in, those, in those lyrics. And so, yeah, it just kind of became clear that I'm kind of, I'm definitely a writer of words first and then musician second. Sure. So <clears throat> if I were to extrapolate that, you would kind of suggest that through like uh, being more focused on like lyrical content and then also uh, wanting to have more of like a stripped down production, that's what kind of led you into uh, wanting to do kind of like more of a folk rock type thing rather than explore, you know, many of the other genres that are out there. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. Um, so what are a couple stories of things that like have happened to you surrounding music? Like whether you, somebody you went to go see or like, um, uh, recording your album or anything like a couple pivotal moments that really kind of made you feel like, okay, I'm in the right place. You know, it, it kind of comes down to like networking the, I mean, that's kind of the gross way of saying it, but like just the community that you meet along the way because uh before i started uh improvising I, I would go to the chatterbox open mic and some others uh and then just kind of you know met met a community of open mic musicians uh i eventually 
took over hosting after many years of, of just participating. Uh, and then it really started coalescing of like, oh, these are the regulars that come, started to find a really good, good group of people there. I eventually handed it over to Philippe Galanda, who also just came and was a regular for, for several years. And then when I got tired and, and wanted to free up those evenings, Mm-hmm. Uh, he took over and he's been doing a fantastic job um, building, continuing to, to, to build a rotating community of, of musicians that come to this open mic. Through that, that's how, how we met the, the old smugglers who ended up producing um, this album that we just made. Mm-hmm. Through that, met, you know, dozens and dozens. Um, of musicians to, to, you know, feature on the local music scene and, you know, help, help spread their, their music into the world and use it for some really fantastic improv shows. Awesome. Very cool. So uh, what are some links where people can kind of go check out what you're doing, whether it be, you know, like Bandcamp or a website, Uh, where can people find you? Tirefires.com um is is the website which will have a link to everything for the band for sure um the album is coming out october 24th so after that you know it'll be on spotify and and anywhere i'm sure i'm sure it won't be hard to find but yeah tirefires.com is the best way for there and then um the local music scene uh is mostly a facebook presence if you search Facebook for the local music scene um, is, is probably the best, best way to find information about that when that comes back into, into action. Awesome. So what I like to do is give the person I'm interviewing like the last word. So basically just a message that you want to put out there and something that kind of resonates with you. For last word, I guess my, my philosophy on, on music is kind of a beatnik philosophy on writing. In that, um, in that anyone can do it, and you shouldn't, you shouldn't be discouraged by your your limited talent, um, because talent is is talent is is more of the the fine tuning and polishing. But if you if you have something that you want to say, you know, try it, and it'll be it'll be better because it's honestly coming out of you, even if it's not polished well.